the feast of the circumcision, the octave day of the nativity of our Lord, the first day of a new civil year, is marked in the monastery by a number of inspired, yes, I call them inspired practices. The first of these is a long vigil of adoration and reparation before our Lord in the sacrament of his love. By reparation I mean this. We present ourselves, we expose ourselves to the radiance of our Lord's Eucharistic face, asking him to repair in us all that is shattered, fragmented, disfigured, twisted, broken, wounded. This our love, Lord, does by the secret operations of his grace to those who go before him in faith presenting themselves to him as they are, adoring him as he is. I suppose that at the heart of this adoration and reparation is a rumination, a repetition, the holy name of Jesus, which comes to us enshrined in today's gospel, the shortest gospel of the whole church of the year, but a single sentence. But it enshrines the holy name of Jesus. <coughs> the English and Irish martyrs were known to have repeated the holy name of Jesus on the way to the place of their execution. And the prayer of the martyrs has become exceedingly precious to me in my life. Jesu, 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 Estoniki Jesus, 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 be thou to me a Jesus. And this prayer is, I think, the wave that in adoration surges and breaks on the shore only to return like the waves of the ocean again and again. Jesus, 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 be thou to me, Jesus. And so the first practice that marks the new year in the monastery is this day of keeping watch before our Lord's Eucharistic face in adoration, in rep reparation, in the repetition of his name, the only name under heaven by which men can be saved that is made whole, healed, repaired. 
And the second practice is that at the stroke of midnight, in the very first moment of the new year, which is in some way a new creation, isn't it? We call down the Holy Ghost in an immense invocation, Veni Creator Spiritus. In this way, we mobilize ourselves to unite in praying a great epiclesis over the new year, calling down the Holy Ghost, who in the beginning hovered over the waters. And so too does the Holy Ghost hover over every new beginning, even as the Holy Ghost overshadowed the Virgin of Nazareth. And this brings us to the third practice, because after calling down the Holy Ghost on the new year, we entrusted ourselves to the Mother of God, singing three times, Show thyself a mother, may the word divine, born for us in infant, hear our prayer through thy. And so after calling upon the Holy Ghost, we call upon the Bride of the Holy Ghost, the Immaculate Virgin Mary, giving ourselves unreservedly into her keeping. She is, as I said the other day, Our Lady of every new beginning. Give to her the beginning of this new year, and you will not be disappointed. And today, we shall, those of us who are professed monks, renew our monastic profession. This renewal of our monastic profession today holds a special significance for our brother Chrysostom. He will not be renewing profession, he is rather preparing for his monastic profession. And so listen to well to what we are about to say, because soon, very soon, it will be yours to say. And although this is a practice of our monastic family, by God's providence, we renew our profession in the presence of you, dear friends, trusting that in God's mysterious providence, our renewal of profession will, in some way, be an occasion of grace for each of you, and for each of you, a new beginning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Lord Jesus Christ, I give thee thanks with all my heart 
that having loved me and given thyself for me, thou hast further deigned to fix thy gaze upon me, saying, If thou wilt be perfect, go sell what thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. Thou hast drawn me out of the world to abide in this thy house, close to the altar, where, truly present, thou veilest the splendor of thy face beneath the sacramental veils. With the psalmist, let me say to thee again and again, willingly would I give a thousand of my days for one spent in thy courts. I thank thee, Lord Jesus Christ, that of thy tender solicitude for my soul, thou hast given me as father and teacher the glorious patriarch, St. Benedict. Grant that, schooled in his little rule, I may begin afresh to serve thee in obedience and in silence, in humility and in adoration, preferring nothing to thy love, spending myself in thy praise, and never despairing of thy mercy, even when brought low by sin and surrounded by enemies on every side. I confess with deep sorrow the sins by which I have turned away from the covenant of my holy profession, and thus divided and soiled the heart that I promised to give, whole and unspotted, to thee alone. With the royal prophet I say, Turn thy eyes away from my sins, blot out the record of my guilt, bring a clean heart to birth within me, O God, breathe new life, true life, into my being. Were I not already bound to thee, O Jesus, by the vows I have made, I would do so now, O thou my one thing necessary, O thou my treasure hidden in the field, O thou my pearl of great price, saying by the grace of the Holy Ghost, My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I therefore promise anew stability, conversion, and obedience under the rule of our glorious Father, St. Benedict. I resolve again to devote myself to the perpetual adoration of the Most Holy Sacrament of the Altar, wherein thou art still today, ignored by great multitudes, denied by heretics, delivered over to sacrilege, and treated with coldness, irreverence, and indifference, even by those of thine own household. Do thou, O hidden Jesus, count me, for the sake of all thy priests, among the consolers whom thy heart seeks. Finally, O Christ Jesus, my true King, in the presence of the holy angels and of all the saints, 
I entrust this renewal of my monastic profession to thy most holy mother, blessed Mary, ever virgin, taking her as my abbess, my sovereign lady, and my queen. I consecrate myself again to her immaculate heart, firmly believing that no grace of thine cometh to us, poor sinners, save through her maternal hands. Take thou me unto thyself, O Lord, and I shall live. Let me not be disappointed in my hope. Amen.